You're listening to Ultimate Podcast Marketing, the podcast about podcasting. On this show, we talk about how to turn your passion into a podcast that can earn money, fill up your sales funnel, and help you gain super duper confidence along the way. I'm your host, Emily Milling, podcaster, marketer, producer, and lover of all things podcasting. Welcome to another episode of Ultimate Podcast Marketing. I am your host and your podcast producer, Emily Milling. And today we are talking about podcast launch expectations versus reality and what you should really be striving for when you release those first couple of episodes. So at this point, you've done the hard work, you've recorded your episodes, cut together a trailer maybe, figured out how to submit your RSS feed to all of the main distribution platforms like Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. So what happens after you publish episode one? In this episode, we're talking about what to expect when you launch your podcast and how you can set goals that push you without feeling totally super overwhelming. Oh yeah. Before I get into the content today, I just want to take a second to share an amazing listener review from Green Moms Co. who said, Emily shares what's possible with podcasts. I love listening to these inspiring stories combined with Emily's marketing tips for using a podcast to grow your business. Well, thank you so much. That means a lot to me. I'm so glad that you find this podcast inspiring. I sure find these guests inspiring that I have on. I absolutely love them. And I'm really, really happy that the marketing tips that I'm sharing are helping you to grow your podcast and expand your reach. And we're only going to do more of that. We definitely are. And related to this lovely review, I'm doing a contest this week. If you leave a star rating and a written review for Ultimate Podcast Marketing on Apple Podcasts before November 6th at midnight Eastern Standard Time, you could win an Amazon gift card. All you have to do is take a screenshot of the review that you write for me, post it in your Insta stories, and tag me at the underscore ultimate creative, or email the screenshot to me at emily at the ultimate creative The contest is going to close on November 6th at midnight. That's Friday at midnight Eastern Standard Time. So if you want a chance to win, this is the time to leave me a review. And finally, I just want to give you a quick heads up about a topic I'm covering at the end of the month that focuses on audience engagement strategies. So make sure that you've subscribed to this podcast wherever you get your episodes. If you go to theultimatecreative.com slash podcast, I've also got a little email form there. You can sign up right on the website and get the new episodes to your inbox every Tuesday when they come out. All right, so we're preparing to launch. We're going to get a little logistical here, and I've got a whole episode on what you need in order to launch your podcast, so I won't get into that too deeply. But if you do need more of an in-depth look into your launch elements, check out episode eight of Ultimate Podcast Marketing. It's called the Podcast Launch Checklist, and I'm going to link to that in the show notes so that you can just tap on over and listen to it as soon as you're done this episode. So you want to estimate around four to five weeks to get everything set up, everything up and running. And so that includes at least four episodes recorded, a short trailer using clips from your first few episodes. And I'm going to be talking more about this in upcoming episodes, too, because trailers are a new kind of a old thing, but have to be done in a new way. I will get into this in a more specific episode. You're going to want podcast artwork, a title, description, show notes for each episode, 
and make sure you have a podcast host. I really like using Buzzsprout and I've got a link in the show notes as well so you can check them out. They're very reasonable and have fantastic resources for podcasters. And then all you need to do is submit your RSS feed to the directories. Again, Buzzsprout can totally help you do that. So that's a very short summary for something that will take a few weeks. But if you again, if you want more details on those assets, definitely check out episode eight of Ultimate Podcast Marketing, where I go into much more detail. And then once you have all of these elements ready to go, it's time to think about your launch goals. You want to set realistic goals. First of all, you want to set goals, but you want to set realistic goals. Now, let's talk about just basic goal setting. It's so important to set goals for any marketing campaign, no matter what, because otherwise you're just creating content for the sake of creating content, and it likely won't deliver the outcome you were expecting if there's no strategy behind it. You know, you can't put something out into the world and include no call to action, no promo, no nothing like that, and expect people to just take an action with it. It's all well and good that you're putting your podcast content out there, you're helping people with it, but what happens next, right? Anyway, I'm getting ahead of myself. We need to talk about the launch part of your realistic goals that you're going to set. So when you're setting goals for a number of downloads and reviews, as you're kicking off, as you're starting this podcast, look at the number of people on your email list, the number of engaged followers you have on social media, and anyone in your community or on your client list that you know would be interested in listening to the podcast or supporting it. And then once you have these numbers, you can estimate approximately how many people will actually listen and how many people will actually share or rate or review. You're going to know this because, you know, Fred over in accounting really is into podcasts and he's going to share every single thing you put out because he's just like, I am a podcast guy. You're going to know who these people are and you really want to tap into them because they are a really great asset. You know, you would do the same thing for them, right? People are very much willing to support you. So don't be afraid to ask people and put them on your list of people who you know will support your show as you're launching. So you have these numbers now, and this is really important because you want to stretch your goal a little bit further so that you have a bit more fire under your ass to achieve more. You know, we're not in it to stay the course. You're already putting yourself out there with your podcasts, so you need to challenge yourself to reach for bigger goals. I know it feels scary and it feels like, oh, maybe I'll do just like a silent little quiet launch, but if you don't tell people about it, how will they find it, right? So you really need to make sure that you're setting these goals, not just to set an expectation for what your reach is going to be, you know, the marketing side of it, but also for your mindset, for your, your whole podcasting mentality. What are you hoping to achieve with your podcast numbers? Because you want to get out there into the world. You want to be more seen and more visible. So let's make this an impactful goal and an impactful number based on your realistic numbers that you already have. I will say one thing, though. I would highly recommend that you do not follow my particular lead and make your goals so big that they're actually totally impossible for you to accomplish. Like, you know, I want 200 people signing up for my course that costs $500, $600, and I've only got like 10 people on my mailing list. These are not realistic goals, and these are actual goals that I've set. So I want you to be really, really realistic with your goals, but again, make sure that you put a little bit of a push behind them so that you are working your butt off to accomplish this dream that you have. Okay, now we're going to talk about the podcast launch campaign. 
One of the most important steps in launching your podcast is how you do it. So put it this way, if a movie came out that had absolutely no marketing and the stars didn't do a press tour and no one had a clue what was happening, how successful would it be compared to if it did? And sure, yeah, there's examples of content dropping without warning, but you really do need to be Beyonce for that to work. So we're setting realistic expectations for your launch here. You're going to have to create a plan to get the word out. Otherwise, no one's going to know. I do have another episode called How I Plan My Content, which covers some strategies behind content planning. Um, And I'm going to be covering more of this in upcoming episodes as well. So make sure that you are subscribed. But I will link to this episode in the show notes. And this is really going to help you to organize your campaign. Here are some of the things that your campaign should include. Social media posts and emails leading up to launch day. Posts and emails that ask listeners for ratings and reviews. Posts and emails for each episode that will be coming out, unless you're dropping like three or four on launch day, then one email will suffice. Lives on Instagram or Facebook talking about the podcast. A link to a page on your website that holds all of your episodes. Follow-up posts that share out user-generated content. So screenshots of reviews that you've received, as well as any emails or DMs from people that love your content. You want to share those out with some context like, hey, this person really loved it. You might love it too. And then you want to do outreach messages. So that list that we created before, Fred and accounting, Fred needs a message. You got to send him a message. You got to send him a DM or an email or a Slack, whatever the heck you do, and ask them to go listen to the show, then rate and review. Ask them to leave a written review and, of course, to subscribe. It's a bit more legwork, but it does pay off because people tend to respond better to personalized messages and they're more likely to take action. It's sort of that like mob mentality, you know, they think somebody else is probably going to take care of it or do it, but you want to put a little bit of that responsibility on them to actually go and take the action. And so that's where the personalized outreach messages really, really work well. I cover a lot more of this in my course podcast rocket, which will be opening up again on April 1st. So mark your calendars if you want to get in on that. It goes into way more detail and I've got a whole template in there. Okay, so now let's look at your existing audience and see how we can tap into them even further. So who's already in your audience that's excited about your content that you're maybe already putting out? Who can you reach out to to help you amplify this? Who are some partners that you could create some shareable assets for? So this is a really great example. One of my clients, Christy Sigelski, who has the podcast Captivate and Convert, created a launch club which supported her podcast launch through reviews, shares, and downloads. And she is the expert on this amazing strategy, but I'd be remiss if I didn't mention it. So she sent out an email asking people to join this launch club, and then she created a step-by-step guide to go leave a review the day that the podcast went live, as well as some posts to share out to their communities. So essentially what she did was completely blow up the entire Instagram sphere of the people in her community and beyond with her new podcast. And that generated more downloads, more subscribes, and more reviews. This is a really, really great strategy and something you might want to consider if you don't have a huge audience to get started with. Who else in your community has a bigger audience that would benefit from the content that you are creating? How can you create a win-win here? Speaking of collabs and win-wins, 
If your first few episodes include guests, make sure that they are totally armed with all the assets they're going to need to promote the episodes that they're on. Send them audiograms and quote graphics and prepare those in different aspect ratios, a square for their feed, a vertical for your stories, create social captions that they can put on Instagram, on Facebook, on LinkedIn, wherever the heck this is going. Make it super, super easy for them to share it out so that all they have to do is copy and paste, basically. Don't forget to tag them and ask them to tag you as well. And make sure in these posts that you're creating for them, you're asking the listeners to leave a review. So your guests are then asking their audience to leave a review on your show. You could also ask your guests to leave a review too, because again, this is the way to get more people listening to your podcast. The more reviews you get, the better it is. So what does this all come down to? We've created our launch plan. We know what we're aiming for. The expectation that you should be setting is around your existing audience, because if you're aiming a little bit higher than that, or I mean, you can aim a little bit higher than that, but if you're aiming too far beyond that, what's going to happen is you're going to feel like the soul crushing feeling like, why did I bother putting it out there? There's not enough people listening to it. But the reality is you really should focus on who's already in your audience that is going to be super excited about your podcast and arm them with all of the assets they need to share it out into the world, right? You likely won't have like a kajillion downloads overnight. That's not a realistic expectation to set, especially for a business podcast that really truly is primarily there to serve your audience. And so focusing on your existing audience, how can I provide more value for them is so much more impactful than having eight billion extra people downloading and listening to your show. Save that for other entertainment podcasts. It's, you know, the Joe Rogan show can have as many downloads as he wants to. I really don't care. But Joe Rogan probably isn't talking about what you're talking about. Joe Rogan likely does not have really great tips for new moms or ideas on how to prioritize or how to organize your time effectively. You're the one that has that content and that information. So make it based on your audience and how you can best serve them. But don't forget to stretch that goal just a little bit because this podcast is about putting yourself out there and getting more of a reach. So I hope these tips were valuable. I hope this gives you a little bit of perspective of what you can actually expect for your podcast launch numbers. And if you found this valuable, I would love for you to leave me a written review. All you have to do is head over to the Apple Podcasts app. And if you're already listening in there, just scroll down to the bottom where you see the episodes and you'll see the review area. Leave me a star rating and a written review. And don't forget, if you submit that review before November 6th at midnight Eastern Standard Time, you could win an Amazon gift card. And that's a fact. Because it's going to happen. And it might just happen to you. Because you're going to leave a review. Have a lovely, lovely week, my darlings. If you have questions, reach out to me on Instagram at the underscore ultimate creative or uh, on email, emily at the ultimate creative.com. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to Ultimate Podcast Marketing. If you enjoyed the show and found some value in it, it would mean so much to me if you left a written review and star rating on Apple Podcasts. It'll help more people like you find this show. And if you're looking for a podcast production team, look no further, darlings. We've got you covered. Head on over to theultimatecreative.com slash podcasting. You can also find us over on Instagram at the underscore ultimate creative.